Hello, and welcome to the Align and Thrive podcast. I'm your host. My name is Emily Taylor. And today we are talking all about the seasons, but more specifically, your energetic seasons. And the season you may be in energetically may not match the season we are in physically. So it's knowing that as well. And this is such a fantastic tool to really bring some self-awareness and self-reflection into your journey and can also serve as a tool for really grounding in to the season you are currently in. So this podcast episode was actually inspired by a journal prompt. I recently got a meditation journal that gives me a meditation prompt and then it also gives me a journaling prompt. And when I bought this book, I didn't realize that they have actually broken it up into seasons so that you can really have some reflections that might prompt in correlation to the physical season and how that's changing around you. But it really made me reflect. Now, energetic seasons are something I've talked about before, maybe not on the podcast. I think I have mentioned it just in my social media platform. But I love to come back to this tool, especially as the seasons around us are changing. Because when we're feeling that external shift in our environment, we may be feeling a lot of internal shift as well. This is something I absolutely notice a common thread with with my clients as well, that as the seasons change, it can often take us time to kind of find our new equilibrium, find our new center of balance, because we are getting into a new rhythm. We are maybe getting into a new pace as well, that as the seasons change, maybe we are slowing down a little bit and there's nothing wrong with that. But we're going to start by looking at the energetic seasons seasons so that we can use that as an assessment tool to know what season we're in energetically within ourselves. And this really serves as a way to self-audit, to look through a wider lens so that we can see the big picture. Because what can happen if we don't know what season we are in? Maybe we have just planted seeds and we're looking around wondering where our harvest is. So this is really kind of trying to have a foot in both worlds where you're just starting to do the work, but you haven't actually given it time to nurture, to care, to pour into, and you're already looking for that harvest, for the new blooms, where it just takes time. It just takes that nurturing, loving energy, also known as our consistency. And I just, I love this visual. I think nature serves as such a great visual when it really parallels to our lives and to that creation energy as well, where we're taking time to plant the seeds, to give our intention, to paint the vision. And then we're taking time to just really do the work, to let that daily action be us watering that plant and giving it that nurturing energy. And then once that time and energy compiles, we're coming into the spring where there's going to be the new blooms. There's going to be us coming into summer where there is a lot that has come into creation. And that has come from us transitioning through the seasons of our own creation. So let's start with fall because we're physically in fall right now. I myself feel like I am in a fall point of my seasonal energy as well. So I'm very parallel with my external environment. And 
Fall is a time of wrapping up. So we even think of what that visual looks like physically. We're, you know, raking up the leaves. We're kind of buttoning up the exterior before winter comes around. It is a time of slowdown, of tuning back in, listening, learning, and really seeking that we're just really starting to kind of quiet down, storing and stockpiling. Now for me, as I was really reflecting on myself being in my fall energetic season, I really had this vision of like me planting the bulbs to go through the winter frost. So kind of planting my own seeds. And I really also saw the tie-ins of my daily action being that nurturing. And I think about my habits and my routines. I think about, you know, reading with my kids every day and doing the homework and that that is really me kind of watering my own garden and what that's going to grow into that I'm taking the daily action that is going to compile, that's going to pay off for me that, you know, I'm giving my kids the nurturing they need so that they can grow. So that was what came up for me. But I do feel I'm coming into my winter and winter is reflective and it's healing and it's resting that we do need that slowdown as well. Winter is the time that we do really start to quiet down, that it is darker, it's harder to get moving, but we also don't want to stop completely. So it's knowing that as well, that this is where people start to feel a little bit out of their own rhythm and energy is they slow down, but they don't know that in between. There's either go or stop and they haven't discerned that place where they're just slowing things down and, you know, kind of coming into that quiet reflection period and they're completely stopping where we just, we want to slow down. We don't necessarily want to stop. And this is a great space in winter to be in reflection, evaluation. So really deciding what you do want to start to bring into reality. Now, you could be a winter in the summer as well. You could be in a phase in the summertime, physical summertime, that you're reflective, you need to slow down, you need solitude, you need quiet. So you just need that like deep solace in the summertime. And that's just your energetic season. So it's knowing that as well. And when we're in that phase of reflection, Now, I feel like winter, when everything is frosted over, when there's no leaves on the trees, things are very dormant, it's also a place where we're starting to kind of build energy. There might not be much going on yet, but that evaluation is us starting to build a new vision of what we want to bring into creation. And it is that evaluation and reflection that is essential for us to create. So it's knowing that as well, that all of these phases, when it comes to slowing down, when it comes to having that reflection and quietness, this is how we kind of move that energy through our bodies, through our life as well. So once we've come into that dormant phase and we've maybe built some energy and painted the vision of what's to come, then we might transition into an energetic spring season 
where we are shedding, where we are bringing that new energy into reality, where maybe this is where we start to feel like we want to get out, we want to socialize, we want to see new people, we want to go to the gym, we want to try new things. So like spring is very adventurous, like it's like this bubbling up, it's it's the budding of our energy. So this is where we are really starting to see that reflection and creation we created in our slowdown period starting to come into reality. So this is the budding. This is when we're starting to see something kind of break through the earth that we have nurtured, that we have cared for, that we have patiently awaited. And then after spring comes summer. Summer is fire. Summer is the sizzle. That is action and movement and, you know, wanting to get out and create and do, and it might feel intense and you might have a lot going on socially and there is just a lot going on. It is very much about um, go, 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 that it is your action phase, but most of us are not going to stay in a summer for a long period of time. That is why after summer, people feel a little bit disorientated. They're craving routine. They're craving kind of getting back in the flow of their fall routine of slowing, slowing down you know, starting to kind of release all of that intense energy as well. So we can see just that lovely kind of full circle of the energetic seasons. We can also see how it very much parallels with the physical seasons, but it's also knowing that we might be in an energetic season that does not parallel, that sometimes our life are just in a phase of a lot is going on. There's a lot of shift. I would find a summer energetic season to be a season in your life that has a lot of transition, that has a lot new. Maybe it's wintertime physically, but you're in a phase of your life where you're moving cities, you have a new job, there's just a lot going on for you. That is still quite a blooming and fiery phase of your life, phase of your energy that in that moment, you probably do feel go, 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 where you're just really focused on all of the new things that have come into reality for you. So it's really starting to know and assess where your energy is and what you need. And this is really tapping into that relationship you have with yourself, your body wisdom, but knowing what season you're in as well also is going to allow you to give yourself more grace. That if you're in a time where you're in a phase like a fall or a winter where you're just in that energy of nurturing before something comes through for you. It's knowing that as well, that if we're in the phase where we're still investing energy, we're still watering the garden, then we don't want to feel like we're frustrated why that full bloom hasn't come for us yet. It's just giving it time, giving it time to grow to build, to come through, that anything new we're bringing into into creation, it is going to go through that full seasonal energetic cycle that we're having a new idea, we're reflecting on that new idea, now we need to nurture it, invest our energy, invest our consistency, and it's going to grow and it's going to build and it's going to start to break through the earth and it's going to get bigger and stronger and keep growing. But if you have an idea and you plant the seed, but then you don't water the garden, we can't wonder why 
we haven't seen anything come through for us yet. We always need to remember to really work that full cycle of energy that we need to be present in all of those moments, that they all have something to offer us, that once we learn to just be present in them, we can enjoy and savor it. But I think we're also programmed to really be on to the next, that it takes a lot of self-awareness to focus on being in the moment, that we're so focused on the to-do list. And one thing that I can think, I, I feel is a really big barrier is the mentality of I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when I get a new job. I'll be happy when I lose 10 pounds. I'll be happy when I buy a house. I'll be happy when I, whatever it may be, get a new car. We've probably all had those feelings at one time or another, you know, that we're putting our happiness in this benchmark of what we feel we need to be happy. But it's knowing that if we can't be complete in the moment, then no new benchmark of life is going to make us happy. That a lot of our joy along the journey is the process, is the anticipation. And once we learn to enjoy and savor even the anticipation, then we're starting to reach a place of true fulfillment. And I think about that now in my journey as well. How can I be proud of my actions every day and feel fulfilled? And I really think a lot about that mindset of being proud of ourselves. But because if we spend every day chasing feeling proud of ourselves, I feel like that really does put us into alignment, put us into our own authenticity. That, you know, the things that make us feel proud are showing up as the people we want to be, taking pride in our work, in our nurturing, in the way that we treat ourselves as well. And the way we speak to ourselves is also the way we think and feel and speak about others as well, that it is important that we are proud of our actions. It is important that we do nurture and care for ourselves because it will ripple out. Even if there are so many things we leave unsaid, that energy is still felt around us. And we do want to be forces of good in the world where our energy is starting to have that ripple effect. One last thing on energy that I want to mention that I find so interesting that has really just given me a new perspective on the impact our energy can have. Now, I've heard of these studies that they've done where they would bring monks into spaces of war as peacemakers and they would have them meditate close by or in spaces where there was really high crime rates. And the only change they made was that they would have these monks meditate in the vicinity. And what they found was that the crime rates lowered and the focus of the study was just the impact that that energy would have and how it would change the vibration. And that is something that has stuck with me as well, that my self-work is for me so that I can be the version of myself I want to be. But I also have the power to create a ripple effect around me, that the more I raise my vibration, the more everyone else is going to feel that amplify as well. And I think the idea of being able to 
be a peacemaker and really just your own self-work impacting everyone else around you. I find that so fascinating and just gives me a new lens to look through of why it's so important that I continue down this path, that I continue to really hone my own energy so that I can be that force of light in the world that I want to be. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I hope it gives you some space to reflect on what season you are in. Are you planting some new seeds that you want to be growing? Are you watering that garden? Or are you enjoying a full bloom moment of your life? I appreciate you and we will chat next week. You can leave a comment. You can take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Emily Nicole Fit. I always love to see what your takeaways from the episode were and enjoy the rest of your day.